Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are, are you going to start with your sounds of you Sunderland start and I'll bollocks? Yeah, I've got a song. What? i got a song. Sounds of Sunderland song? Yeah. So I'll just sigh? No, I'm starting with Chris Evans. Have we started? No, we, I'm waiting for your sigh. All right. <sighs> All right, I'm not letting you finish that sigh, Andy, because I want to crack straight on with this uh, podcast. And I like the, what we hinted at last week, which was the section called Very Interesting, isn't it? Which is Chris Evans. I can't remember that. It's a Chris Evans style, right? So you're like my gang, like a sycophant. The, the posse, yeah. You're a sycophant, right. So, here we go. Well, later on we'll be playing Chris's Wacky Crazy Monster Munch Crunch-a-thorn. You, <laughs> you say um, Crunch Crunch-oops. Crunch Crunch-oops! Ah, yeah. Hey, hey, I drove into work today and the main arterial roads into London were really busy. Am I right? Ah, you're, <laughs> al- you're always you're, right, You're Chris. always right, sir. Yeah, you could have said Chrissy Wissy. Hey, so I'm in a cab on the way home from an owl roast, right, at me mate's, <coughs> Jason Buttons, and the cabbie takes me back to my house and I give him an £8,000 tip. Am I a one-off or what? You are, sir. You are. Yeah. No, you should say yes. One, in, one in a trillion zillion, Chris. Yes, you're one in a trillion zillion, That's Chris. That's right. Um, on, now, on this day in 1985, the last red telephone box was installed. I want you to tell me some of the crazy, wacky things you got up to in red telephone boxes. You say, get on the phone to the man with five homes. Get on the phone to the man with five homes. That's right, but first up, it's very interesting, isn't it? Hey, did you know lobster's blood is colourless but blue when exposed to oxygen? Ha ha ha, crazy shit. Ha, crazy shit, Chris. Yeah, I know. Did you know if you join all the blinks you do in a day together, your eyes are closed for 30 minutes every day? Ha ha, crazy ha, shit. Ha ha, Chris. Crazy did shit. You, did you know the elephant is the only mammal that can't jump? Crunch, crunch, oops. No, 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 it's not that, Andy. It's ha, 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 crazy shit. So that's it. I'm afraid you're fired. Hey, I love this job. Do you see? Like, S- what? That's the end of that. Very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, is it satirical? I don't know, Andy. I don't think so. So what is it? Spoof? Um, parody. Parody. Um, that's, I like that word. Social comment. Social com- Well, if I've made social comment, that's nice, isn't it? I think we've all learned something. So, Andrew... I'm like, I'm busting through this, right, because I'm in a pretty good mood because I'm going for lunchtime drink. Oh, aye? Yeah. Who with? I'm with Arabella Weir. Oh. From Fast Show. From the telly. Have a nice bit of booze of a lunchtime. Nice, nice touch. Good. Ruins the rest of the day, of course. Yeah. You'll be but, arseholed on the train going home as well, will you? Yeah, well, I'll be singing this song because I've got a song. Right. And it's um, a celebration, Andy, of the day last week when you and your kids got your discount family Roma card, your bus pass from the council, and you had a lovely day out visiting the sites of Sunderland on the fun bus. Right, yeah, go on then. 
Right, do just, your I, song. Now I have to do this sort of thing. Get it up. Oh, is this more stuff that I've got to edit into the... Oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here it comes. Put your Sports Direct and the racks on. Put your dumplings in the flask. Fill an Asda bag with chipkin crisps and shout, Look, Dad, hey, it's the fun bus. Daddy, will we go to the docks? Daddy, will we stop at KFC? Daddy, can we go to the dump? No, you can't. Kids, just shout, hey, it's the fun bus. Once we're on, keep your vapes out of sight. I brought a pan for you if you need a shite. On our left is an illegal tip. And over there is a crack addict. On the right is a dog in a pram. He's barking, look, Dad. Hey, it's the fun bus. Can you see the motorway? We'll drive it in me clown car one day. And do you see the Tramps Hotel? They're shouting, hey, lads. Look, it's the fun bus. Once you're on, you can't get off. There's nothing to see, so it's no one's loss. Dad, I'm feeling really sick. Dad, I think I need a piss Dad, how come you have tits? We hate saying Hey, it's the fun bus Can you see the Sky TV van? And the donkey by the caravan The fat bloke by the blue drink stand He's shouting, Jesus wept Look, it's the fun bus can you see the retail park And the factory where they render pork Sorry Dad, I've shipped me pants It's the lack of suspension On the fucking fun bus Once you're on, you can't get off There's nought to see So it's no one's loss Aye-ya! Do you enjoy that, Andy? Um, you've put a lot of effort into that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, because I, I very little return. Beautiful, beautiful <laughs> image. You, you and Callum and Connor uh-huh. waddling down to the bus stop uh-huh. to get on the fun bus. You don't know about me quads, do you? Oh, you're beginning at the gym, have you? No, no, me, me sons. What do you mean? You got? Oh, you got quads. quads? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the gym. I know you've been no, going no, to the gym. No, 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 no. You look pretty good. I'm I, buffed, I, don't I? Here's my what I say about the uh, gym, like uh, for lols and that, Go right? On. Yeah. Is um, I bet you go on um, the machine, don't you, for about 40 minutes. The vending machine, that is. <laughs> Do you get it? Well, the vending machine, then. You know, just eat loads of snacks and crisps and Does, that. like, lots of quite healthy stuff now. I think this is a good time to mention that our live video is available online. Yeah. If you go to athleticomince.com, you can watch us parade around the stage. Good fun, wasn't in, it? In London. It was loads of fun. I'd love to do it again. Um... And it's only one pound fifty to that buy. Ain't, that, that ain't bad. Ninety nine pence to rent if you only fancy watching it once. Go to <laughs> athleticominutes.com. Seventy five minutes. You'll of want to watch it again and again. Or you will, and you can download it and take it on holiday with you. <laughs> 
So over to you, Andrew. I've well, dominated proceedings very unfairly. I was going to give you a choice of a couple of names before we, we get going, if do you're it. interested in that sort of thing. Do it. Right, name number one, uh, Sexual Tina. She's 53, comes from Wakefield. Uh, she's made a small fortune selling wooden pallets against all the odds in what was a very, very male-dominated industry. Correct. She started with one pallet, which she sold to her dad when she was nine, built it up from there. Uh, she wears a nicotine patch that's got sherry hardwired into it, doesn't wear any knickers, and insists on telling this to everyone she meets. Against all the odds. I love that motivational yeah, kind of phrase. I thought you would. That's why I put that in, to try and entice you. Um, second name is quite simply Probe Tube One. Righty, oh, I'm not. I, this would be something to do with your sex robots. But no, let, that, let's that's see, all I'll hear you out. That's it. All right. That's, like, there's yeah. no backstory. Nice I, do you not enough. remember from quite a while ago? I offered you Probe Tube Three. And did I take it? You didn't take it. You wouldn't have it. Well, why am I going to take Probe Tube One? Because you said you wanted it. Because it's the original. Um, yes, the original yeah. Probe Tube. Is that it anymore? That's it. Not sexual Tina or Probe Tube. I'll one. be sexual Tina. Thank you very much indeed. Well, you can of course you wear it well. You, can, of course, can be honky-tonk. It's entirely your choice. No, you're honky-tonk. I'm not going to go on no, no. here. You're honky-tonk. What am I, I'm then? Ronnie Hot Dogs. Oh, Ronnie Hot Dogs. Nice to What's see you, Ronnie. What's this episode 55 now? So, look, we've got to crack on, because I've got to get to this lunchtime drink, right, <laughs> on time. <laughs> yeah, you so, don't seem overly keen on hanging around for too long. With no explanation, really, you can be Dreary Gary. Yeah. yeah he's pear-shaped. Right. Um, you can be Tense Matthew. He's right. a beanpole. Uh-huh. Or you could be Father Biscuits, right? He's funny. The only thing with him is his face is mainly forehead, you know, but his yeah. eyes and all, mouth and nose are very close together in a little circle right. in the middle of his face. Is that it? Yeah. I'll could, just be the middle one, whatever that was. That was Tense Matthew. He's yeah. a beanpole. Okay, I'll be him. Anything else about him? Um, no, I didn't bother. No. <laughs> Fair uh, but enough. he sounds like Father Biscuits. Look, you could imagine the children in the street saying, It's Father Biscuits. Yeah. Probably in Sunderland, do you, do you, rather than the ice cream van coming, do you get a biscuit cart? <sighs> <laughs> hey, there was a show on about Sunderland last night. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I went to the darts. Oh, you went to the darts? I went to the Premier League darts, yeah. Well, I've, I've, what I don't understand with you is, is like your hatred for some of the darts players. You really hate... Um, is it Snakebite you really hate? I don't want to hate the man. I hate the dance. I do the dance in my living room when he comes on, yeah. What, in time with him? Like, he's on oh, your... I try my best. You, obviously, you've got, like, what, a 90-inch screen. Uh, no, so I'm, on a, I'm, the... I'm running on a 55-inch at the moment, actually, right. Andrew. But are you, like, sort of parallel with him, facing him and going along to side to side no, while I'm, he's doing it? I'm, I don't know what you would call it. I'm at a right angle to him. So you're opposite sides of the TV and you sort of meet in the middle and cross over? Yeah, I, I, you could say that, Andrew. I don't think these angles are going to interest anyone, you know, me relative to a television. But I'm I interested. Do, you hate Taylor as well. Taylor's gone now. Yeah, but you hated him. Yeah. Why? Because he... He w- comes across as a very unpleasant man. <sighs> and myself, I'm a pleasant man. Oh! Oh, yeah! Now, listen up, though, right? Can I just say? Yeah. I was at the dart, and before a single dart had been thrown, as... Um, Mensa Sulevich was making his way with the shaky finger with the shaky finger the yeah. village idiot yeah. yeah as he was making his way <laughs> as he was making his way up towards the walk on start position yeah a fella there was there was like four or five fellas all in little, little tiny blue dresses and long blonde wigs yeah one of them manhandled Mensa right and was ejected from the arena yeah. Before the first walk-on of the first match had even begun, right, that's so he, he did, no, it was Newcastle. Oh, he'd right. invested in a blue dress, a wig, yeah, possibly yeah. a little bit of beer, 
Yeah. And he was out on his ass before a dart had been thrown. I mean, I'm, I must put out heed, uh, maybe public information here. You go, be careful at the darts. They'll throw you out at the drop of a hat. Yeah, there's a massive list of what you can and yeah, can't take will, in or, yeah. or where. Or what you can, no you football can colours. Yeah, how quickly you can move your iris from left to right when, yep. you're, when you're looking at the crowd. Yep. It's really tight, really tight. And security's tight as well on the way in. There was a lot of people complaining about getting yeah. body scanned on the way in. Yeah. The sort of people who probably would have put, like, ribbons on their Facebook yeah. pages after the Manchester Arena attack, but, you know. Let's not talk about such stuff, please. Thank you, Sorry. Andrew. I'm not wearing jeans today, Andy, and it's the first time I reckon in the flesh you've seen me without jeans. I've not noticed. What are you wearing? I'm Chinos. We- I'm wearing. Let's have a look. It's a kind of chino. Yeah, do you see it? Yeah. Dark blue. It's the kind of thing a twat might wear. And uh, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, it, I put them on the very week that my son, my youngest son, wore yeah. jeans for the first time. And what, I, this week? Yeah, and I couldn't. What's yeah. he been wearing all now? He won't wear. He wouldn't just refuse to wear jeans all his life. But he's bought some this week. What's he wear? Shorts. As well, he always, he has cargo pants on. cargo pants that sort of stuff yes, yeah. and um, I said to him so, well what sort of jeans are they and this is by text and he um, he Doesn't texted me back saying Gatwick Dads you know must be a young thing and I said so, right. what's a Gatwick Dads jean and he said oh it's like really comfortable and big on the arse and that yeah. and it's what Gatwick Dads wear before they get on the plane right you know to keep yeah, them warm while they're in the UK well, right I'm um I'm 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 detecting a bit of a similarity in the relationship between Peter Beardsley and his son and the relationship between you and your son. What do you think that's Because he's it just is? just basically he's just communicating with you by text now. Well that's what they're doing. He doesn't speak it? to you face to face. You've got that all up ahead of you, Andy, when they mm. fly the nest. When, I see you using one of those large uh, comedy pencils, Andy. I've never actually seen anyone use one to write with. Yeah. I'm just ticking off each item as we do it. That's amazing. I never with two hands. I honestly didn't know they had pe- they had a pencil in it's the a end. Beauty, of them. isn't it? He's, you're a very lucky lad. Got it from Flamingo Land near Scarborough. I ain't Lenny biscuits here. I never touched them dogs. By the way, I didn't care what you've heard. Hey, listen, I was in me garden the other day, and the kids next door was playing football. Anyway, the ball came over the low wall between me house and their house. Landed right at me feet. The kid shouted, Hey, mister, can we have our ball back, please? Right there it was, right at me feet. I could have chipped it. But I didn't. But I didn't. <laughs> no, I nicked it. Then I fucking burst it on me screwdriver. I've warned them a million times. Ta-da! Angry. Lenny Biscuits there. Lenny Biscuits. Like, Live from Sunderland. He should be on like one of those Channel 5 programmes. Neighbours. Oh. My neighbours. Neighbour from oh. hell is a little bastard. Yeah, they're quite exploited of them things though, aren't they? Well, very watchable. Very watchable. Oh, very watchable. <laughs> yeah, well said. <laughs> do, you fancy, do you think uh, going to... Oh, have a wife's question. No, let's go <laughs> South Africa. On one day we were filming like in a, a like a, like a creek, you know, lots of bushes, long grass, rocks, yeah. and that. So we had to have a little talk from a warden fella first about the different types of snakes we might encounter, how to react if we come across one suitable clothing, blah right, blah yeah. blah. Very interesting, actually, Andy. Yep. Um, the main thing it turned out was like just to be snake aware, you know, keep your eyes on the floor, for example, when you're walking, because yeah. the puff adder is really lies out in the sun and it's really well camouflaged. So if you see one, just walk slowly away, right? Sounds plausible so far. The black mamba, most lethal snake in the world, yeah. 
Now, interestingly, that has a very distinct smell, like burning rubber. Right. So take that as a warning. Like burning rubber, if you smell that... Black mamba. Black mamba. That's a very interesting um, warning order, that, isn't it, Andy? Uh, burning rubber, don't you think? Is it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the African spitting cobra, yeah? Be, mm. It'll raise its neck up. If you see it puff its neck out, you know, like cobras yeah. do, yeah. that means it's about to spit. Put your goggles on. Because right. it'll spit at your eyes. Right. I um, need to retain this information, don't I? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, be particularly careful near bushes, right? The vine, or twig snake as it's called, exactly mimics the appearance of like a small branch or a twig, yeah? Yeah. Um, disturb it, bite. Yeah, it's actually you know Andy, it's actually the smallest of the of the nasty snakes. It's really thin, uh-huh. about three foot long. Yeah, but funnily enough, it is the most lethal, on account of the fact that there is no antidote. Is this leading up to some comedy? Yeah, but I thought I'd fill you in on my day. Okay, you know? yeah. Um, it hunts its food by smelling for dung. Ooh. The vine snake. Nasty, and there's no antidote, right? So we film a little piece. I'm dragging a cart with some beer barrels in it. Uh-huh. And when I've got to the right position, there's a bit of tape on the floor, you know. I glug some beer. That's right. the end of the shot. Do about 20 takes. So obviously, I'm desperate for a piss. And shit-faced. No, I won't. No, I want shit for it. Why, yeah? I don't think bit. so. I don't think bit. so. The warden, I said, I need a piss, and the warden points me to a path through the bush and says to me, walk up the path about 100 yards, I'll see a little clearing that he's put a bucket in. He says there's a green flag on the far edge of the clearing, and you must face that flag when you're peeing so the right. smell doesn't go, so the smell goes away from the crew. Right. You know? Um, and absolutely no shitting because that'll attract snakes. Yeah. Right? So I walk up the path, start having me piss in the, in a bu- in the bucket, facing the flag, you know. Suddenly, there's a tap on my shoulder, and I feel a, the steel, the knife, against my throat. That's not very nice, is Cold it, Andy? steel. Yeah. Um, and then this, I turn round, and this fella says, no, I don't turn round just yet. So and then I hear this fella say, turn around and don't make a fucking sound! So, I mean, Andy, what can I do? He's got a knife, and he's specifically requested that I keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah? And he says, pull your trousers down to your knees and insert your thumb into your anus. Well, I do, I would do as I'm told, Andy. I can't got see a, another got option. He said, now remove your thumb and rub the cack onto your Wilbur. So I did, right, to put my pants down. And then uh, and rub some cack onto me and Johnson, you know, like. Yeah. Then he pulls out this long, thin plastic tube with a twig in it, and he takes it's the probe tube. Well, I have no idea at this time, Andy. And he takes the cap off <laughs> of one end and holds it right next to me, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say Douglas. Some would say, well, the twig starts to move, <laughs> right? And I can see it's not a twig at all. It's a vine snake. Whoa! Now you now you're glad you knew the information from I've, earlier. I forgot the, the most vine deadly snake one. of all the Is snakes. Is that the one without the, without the antidote? No antidote. Its head emerges and its tongue starts lapping the air, like only a couple of inches from me dying. Mm. Yeah, because of course it can smell the cack that he's made me rub on it. You know, stitched it right up. Um, yeah. Presumably, he thinks that me dying is just like a little mouse or something, yeah. you know, that for his tea. Well, I'm thinking, this is it, Andy. This Finally, this is it. Yeah. So I just close my eyes, waiting for its fangs to sink in, in, you know, but 
nothing happens. And then I hear a sound, uh, hear the sound of what sounds like a man falling to the floor. So I slowly open the eyes, and sure enough, on the floor there in front of me, it's the bloke, and he's got a crossbow bolt in his chest. The snake's nowhere to be seen. Then I hear the warden. You okay, Fanny? I say, yeah, but oh, I thought I was a goner. Thank you so much. He says, yeah, it's a good job I'm a fucking pervert and was watching you piddle. I says, all right, so that's why you told me to face the flag. Yeah, I've got a little hard there with binoculars and some nibbles. I fucking love it. Got a little what there? A little hide. Oh, hard. I thought you said hard. Yeah, so, so I said, well, thank God for your little hidey hole. So did this bloke want me dead then? Yeah, that's why he used a biny. That's kind of Shirley, doesn't it? Sit there for Kabiney. That's why he used the Biney. Fucking gangbangers. You couldn't love them. By the way, you tell anyone about my fucking secret and I'll rip your fucking guts out with this 1960s spanner. I said, oh, the secret's safe with me, mate. So it's a bit... Do you think that's a bit like the movie Platoon, you know? I'm thinking of the wardens a bit yeah, like, you know... it kind of was. The bit where you said... What was it you said? Something like, I didn't think I was going to make it. yeah. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought that was. I it. wasn't. Sh- I kind of thought you were going to make it because you're like, hey, now. <laughs> so there wasn't that much suspense at yeah, that but moment. I was, but I- apart from that, it was really good. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wife's question. Go on. Andrew. Hello, Andrew. I, nice hello, to you. hello. When you're in, stood in front of your microwave watching your dinner go round and round, yep. when the microwave pings, do your trousers fall down? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, she obviously thought so. Yeah. Over to you, Andrew. What do you reckon? Is that is that the single question from the wife? Yeah, it's just the wife's question. If you'd listened more carefully, I said the wife's question. Because I've got some questions for you from me, me quads. All right. Josh, Jack. Oh, so there's not four, is there? Josh, Jack, Josh, and uh, Jick. All right. Um, Bob, uh, those creases in the skin at the sides of your eyes, are they what you might call laugh lines, or are you just fucked? Just fucked, hadn't he? Okay. Who was that one from? Because he's on the nail. That was from Jick. All right, well Uh, done, Jick. If you were in a hostage situation and you had to inject yourself with some paint in order to escape, yeah, implausible. But this is the question: What kind of paint would you pick? Well, I'd I'd use an emulsion because 
it's it's water. You can clean water it with just water, it, yeah. water bursts. Go in easier, wouldn't it? Go in easier, come out better. Uh, finally, third question: What's Bob short for? Uh, Robert. No, I think they meant why are you so short. Why are you so ah? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Well done. Thank you very much. Got that one under the wire. Um, have you seen these adverts for this this shampoo from Germany that's got caffeine in it? Yeah. Do you think that's genuine or a wind up? Um. I, it always fascinates me. I think it's the Germans taking the piss. Yeah, we Because it's always from Germany, isn't it? Yeah, it's obviously it's like that's the key sale. Is it's from Germany? So it's da 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 da. It's from Germany. It's from Germany, so it's got to be good. Oh, yeah. and it's got caffeine in it. Go on, rub it in your hair. Liquid engineering. I can't yeah. believe they say it goes off the goes off the shelves like shit off a bucket, don't they? Well, they do. But I'm curious. I just wondered what you thought. I I'm like you. I'm curious. I've right. yet yet to make any conclusions. So we'll see it inconclusive on that one. We could return to it. What next, about the Philip Schofield adverts? Do you understand them? Um, I, I don't know. I think it's is it what they call ironic. But are I, they ironic? I don't know. And they, I'm being genuine. I don't understand them. I don't. It, it's just. Well, have a look it, at them. You're the, brighter well, than Philip me. Philip Schofield me. on, just like he's bald in one of them. I think. Yeah, but I don't know what it's just like. It's saying that we are like Philip Schofield. Yeah. Right. But he's, Schofield's like me. He's a nice fella. Oh. Well, have a look. Can you come back Am to I me next week? Am I allowed to say that legally? Yeah. Can you come back to me next week? Tell me what to. it's all about. I'll try and remember that. Yeah. Hey, listen. It's a while since we've had an update from the Secret Soccer Superstar, isn't it? Oh, oh it is a long time, So yeah. shall we have one of them right now? Go on, do it. Lots of us top, top players need to think about life after our football careers. So we try to get good investment advice to make our money last longer so that we don't have to get proper jobs like you when we grow up. We've all got financial advisors to help us, and sometimes we get good advice, but sometimes it's not so good. There was one time when my financial advisor told us to invest £100,000 in a shipment of Japanese vending machines that were full of ghosts. But when I got them, there wasn't any ghosts in them. They were just full of big lumps of cotton wool that looked a bit like ghosts when you saw them in the brochure. I couldn't even get a refund on them because the receipt was all in Japanese. So I took them to an old quarry that me and Graham Lasseau used to own and I smashed them up at night time. Couple of years later I invested £200,000 in some special vests that could apparently make the top half of your body longer. You know, like on a snake. But the fella who sold them to us was just stretching his tummy up when he demonstrated them. He turned out to be a baddie. Anyway, I have to go now. Me and Neville Southall have hired a church hall for some gender-fluid lads and lasses to have a little party in. So that'll be nice for everyone. So yeah. there we go, Secret Soccer Superstar. And he mentioned vending machines, which you mentioned earlier on. That's, That's curious, in, that isn't is it? It's very curious. I'll tell you what else is curious. Yeah, what? In my gangs of the EPL this week, <laughs> truly, yeah. there's mention of German shampoos. No way. Yeah. Okay, it's from a couple of weeks back, right? I was up at Anfield, yeah? Yep. Um, for Liverpool Spurs match. Usual routine after the match, go to VIP hospitality, get a pie and a pint and go sit on a pot in the bogs, yeah? Beautiful. Really, Andy, really nice toilets. Yeah. 
like more like a like a reception from a hotel or something. It's got a beautiful Middle Eastern rug in the centre. Yeah. Yeah, like incense candles, a sofa like with lovely elaborate design cushions and a pattern on it. So really elaborate design. You take the photograph okay, for me. Can I take a picture of you? Yeah. Can... Hold on, look. Thank you. Well, first to come in the toilet is the white arts, right? And they're all smiles, right? Yeah. Because, of course, they got a last-minute equaliser via a slightly dubious penalty. I don't right. know if you remember. Yeah. And it was Harry Kane's 100th... 100th Premiership goal. So he's wearing a big dressing gown with 100 up written on it. Ooh. And he's wearing his new boots with 100 um, written on them that his teammates gave him. Uh, did you see the little video of him giving it to him? Yeah, it? unfortunately I did, yeah. So Harry says, Well, I must say, fellow White Hearts, I'm feeling cock-a-hoop and euphoric. In a word, I'm Harry McProud. I would like to thank you for my special boots and dressing gown. You are very kind-hearted and I'm lucky to have you as friends. Feel the ferocious heat. <coughs> Debbie and Eric, feel the, the ferocious, ferocious heat. heat. Debbie says... I would like to say a few words if that is satisfactory. It's been a pleasure to play with you. Eric giggles. Debbie says, Excuse me, what a rude boy you can be when it takes your fancy, Eric. What is the big joke? You said you enjoyed playing with him. Oh, I get it. Like innuendo and doubled up meanings. Well, I don't think that's very appropriate when I'm making a speech. It's bad manners and has caused a nasty blip in the atmosphere. If I may carry on... Sorry, Debbie, says Eric. Yes, it has been an absolute pleasure playing alongside you and seeing you on the end of my long balls. Eric, st- <laughs> <laughs> Eric sniggers. Fuck's sake, Eric, what's going on? Is you hurting something? <laughs> you said your long balls. What is it with you and your army humour today? Honestly, you've been the right booksman at Tyson. It's very upsetting. So, as I was saying, thank you, Harry... Well, at the moment, at that very moment, in walks Adam Liliana and John Milner from the Clop Tops, yeah? Yeah. The Liverpool gang. They go straight to the big mirror, you know, start doing the facial moisturising routines and that. Right. Milner says, um, where's Sheffield in here or something, Yorkshire? <laughs> that, that's right, nice gown, Ali. What's it? Marks and Spencer's, BHS. No, it's Givenchy, Angola and Cashmere Blend, you Philistone. And I don't think that's very funny, mentioning BHS, when Eric's dad lost his job when they went bust. Adam says, your skin looks awful, Harry. <laughs> Especially on the nub of your chin. Do you want to borrow some of my deep moisturiser with bum fiorics? In fact, I fucking insist. Here, hold your hand out. <coughs> my chin is fine, thank you. It has a slight jut on it, so it does take a lot of weather. But my mum says soap and water is best with no upsetting chemicals. Thank you. Adam, suit your fucking self. I will. And what's more, you must be very embarrassed and ashamed to be in the under-23s. <coughs> Adam, quite the reverse, actually, Professor Chin. I take it as a compliment to my moisturising routine that the boss sees me as fitting in with the young'uns. Debbie... Anyway, as I was saying, to celebrate your achievement, we have bought you a bottle of fizzy wine. (laughs) Eric produces a bottle of fizzy wine from his bag and pops the cork and shakes it. It goes everywhere, all over the carpet, all over the sofa, all over the lovely embroidered cushions. Just at that very moment, in walks Mo Salah. Oh. Now, now I've got a problem, Andy. Right. On the racism racism front. Potentially, yeah. Um, he's Egyptian. He is. 
Am I all right attempting an Egyptian voice? Or do I have to give him just an English voice? If you can, you can go for it, and then if it's no good, I'll just edit this entire section out. Oh, man. I'm sure it'll be fine. What have you done? A thousand curses on you. That's all right. This upholstery is from Cairo. It is the finest Egyptian craftsmanship too delicate to restore. This is a bit like Shelby, isn't he? It's verging <laughs> on a piss take. I demand 50,000 drachma. Back me up here, lads. Harry... Be careful if you don't mind. Eric still has enough fizzy wine to fire at you and cause you significant upset and grief. Well, Moore looks at Adam and John Milner, but they aren't making a move. Adam says, Look, Moore, I'm, I'm halfway through my foundation base here. I can't risk getting it tainted by fizzy wine. John Milner, I'm saying more, you know, in fact, I've, I've got as far as doing my blusher. Debbie, looks like you're on your own, Salah. Eric starts shaking the bottle and the white art surrounds Salah. He says, OK, OK, you win. I can't risk further damage to my beautiful pet." Debbie, ha-ha, next time you come on strong like a tender herbert, you'd better make sure you have some backup. Harry says, well, I must say, defeating the clock tops in their own toilets has made my day even more terrific. Eric raises the bottle above his head and as they leave, they all say, feel our ferocious heat. Nice for Harry. Yes. 100 goals, defeats the clop tops. Yep. Really nice day for him. All the people I meet who work in television, right, is secret. Yeah. None of them watch television. Really? Radio fans, are they? They watch the stuff they're meant to watch, you know. Like, I don't, The Handmaiden or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I say, oh, have you seen Teen Mom? Or if yeah. I say, oh, have you seen um, uh, Deadly Women? Yeah. Or have you seen Five Go on a Barge? All yeah. the good stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't have a clue what it is, Andy. Tell me the best TV show there's ever been is. Go on, tell me. Great Canal Journeys. With the, 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 the with, old... With Timothy West and Prunella Skills. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's brilliant. It's Very about poignant. everything. It is. It's about travel. It's about life. It's about love. Yeah. It's about everything. Yeah, you enjoy it's all that. There. I love that. They probably watch that actually. I'm just saying. Do they? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame because I thought it was my little secret. No, I don't think so. Andy. I've been watching The Good Place on Netflix. Good Place. There's a lot of people have been talking about that. Ted Danson. Any good? It's, it's set in heaven. Well, lots of people have been saying it's the sort of thing that I should watch because everyone else is watching it. Any good? It's all right. All right. That's the problem, isn't it? All right. And three episodes, and it's too much. All right, isn't well, it? Well, I only try. I only try to bring onto this show stuff that's beyond all right. And if it's all right, I say don't. Have you got anything bother. new to mention that's well, better than all right? <laughs> Do you know Trauma has been on with John Sims this week on ITV? Yeah. That's an interesting one because it's. I think it's four episodes, yeah? Right. And the first three episodes are terrific. And then it goes as to shit. the tiger would say. <laughs> and the last episode, ooh, whoops. That's pretty much every British drama now. Whoops. Great up to a point and then they go to shit right at the end. If you want a recommendation this week, Andy, I would go to, um, I think it's Swedish, not sure, but it's called Modus. Season right. one of Modus. Very good. I'll tell you who's a guaranteed winner every time on the box. Who's that? Dominic Littlewood. Yeah. Hello, my name's Dominic Littlewood. Welcome to my new game show. It's called Who's the Prick Then? And my guest today is Mr. Bob Ulmer. Hello, Dom. Good afternoon, Bob. Right, it's very simple, Bob. I'm going to give you three names for you to consider. One of them's a prick. 
Yeah, we're two, all right. All right. Well, okay. Here we go. And don't forget your plate today for your chosen charity, which is Hockling for Africa. Okay. I don't know what that means, but here we go. Three names, Bob. Rick Rescola. Name number two. Don't say anything yet. Okay. Itchim Bogdar Cesar. Name number three. Eugene Cernan. One of them's a prick. The other two's all right. Which uh, one's a prick, Bob Wilmer? The, f- the first one's the, the prick. The first one. Rick Rescola. Yeah. Who helped over two and a half thousand people escape during 9 11. Ah. You think he's a prick, do you? <laughs> you bastard. Well, the prick is actually Itchim Bogdar Cesar. He bought three grand's worth of Bitcoin online, <laughs> thinking he'd get it sent to him in the post, and all I sent him was a copy of the DVD of Boss Baby. Uh, They're a prick. The prick. But as it is, you guessed wrong. So you're the, the prick, prick, Bob Mortimer. You're the prick. Uh, you are a prick. All right, Dom. All right, Dom. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, I've been all mother's... Since I was suspended, they found me causing job, which hasn't been e- easy like at all. You know, I got the wife back at me all day and snagging off Jesus, like. And as usual, I've been walking up early most nights because of tap, tap, tappy, tap, tapping in me loft. You know. Now I'm convinced it's the Albanian fella next door. So last night about two in the morning. I went into me loft and started banging on one of my wife's baking trays with me trumpet. I thought it might flush him out like you know. I bought my son a trumpet, you know, for his 12th birthday, but he only did a couple of paps on it and then he seemed to disappear from the house like so I never knew what happened to that like. I asked him where it was a couple of times, but he just looked at me like I was an advert. <laughs> well, I got no response from the Albanian, so I crept downstairs like, you know, a midnight shadow, so I didn't wake up the wife. I got into the kitchen and, you know, it's the most beautiful feeling in the world to be alone in the kitchen, you know, in the half-light with no one around to spy on you and what you're up to. Wife doesn't really give me permission to go in the kitchen if I'm not cooking her her eggs like you know. Don't So, I got a little torch out of the drawer, you know, it's a lovely, got a lovely yellow shaft, like bright yellow, you know, like a banana or the alternate stripes on a wasp or like a price video sticker, you know, on a chicken wrap. I often go down Morrison's around 6pm late to check out the reductions, especially if the wife's in, in one of the turmoils, like, you know. Love a chicken wrap, me. I like it best if it's been cut in half, then I can attack it from an open end rather than a blunt end, but, you know, it's not a deal-breaker. A chicken wrap is a chicken wrap, <laughs> Anyway, I opened a few cupboards to look at the food, you know, like laundry's jelly. I like the lime one, but the wife just gets raspberry. Evaporated milk, long life milk, you know, tin peaches, dried onion slices, ambrosia rice, walnuts, 
goblin meat pudding. It's mainly you care food, really, you know. Anyway, nothing that I fancy, so I turn uh, toward the fridge like and I stub me toe on the table leg. Well, it hurts like fuck, you know, and that, but I don't cry out. I go straight to the chest trees to get some frozen peas to put on it. Well, I shine me yellow torch inside the freezer. I can't see anything but frozen corn cobs. Wife likes waving them about if she's got a knack on, you know. I rummage about a bit, and there in the bottom corner, that me, the music's run out, Andy. Oh, it starts up again automatic. Good. All right, here we go. I rummage about a bit, you know, and in the freezer, and there in the bottom corner, I see something that makes my heart leap. It's a couple of fish fingers that must have fallen out of the box, like, you know, and a, and a solitary frozen UK-style bread bun. The thing is, I like a fish finger sandwiches, you know, nearly as much as a wrap. But I'm not allowed bread and fish since the wife rejected Jesus. Because, you know, bread and fish is very much associated with the bloke, like, you know, that. You know, the, you know very close association. That's that's why I always eat me, me chicken wraps when I'm out and about, you know. I know it's like a foreign bread, but I'm not taking a chance with the wife, like, you know. <laughs> So I'm shaking like a leaf with excitement as I put the bun in the microwave to defrost and the fingers in the oven. Well, the bun is going round and round and round and round. And in the torchlight, you know, it looks like a successful painting. I'm transfixed and I forget to open the door before it bangs, you know. Well, that's it, before you know it, the lights are on and the wife is stood at the kitchen door. What the fuck are you doing in my kitchen, you little fucking creep? And who gave you permission to use the fucking yellow torch? Now, listen, love, I'm sorry I'm in your kitchen without permission, like, you know, and I'm sorry I woke you up with the ping. I'm sorry I'm running down the battery on the yellow torch. Now, shit your fucking mouth, so I'll lamp you. Why is my oven on? And what were you cooking in the microwave, like... Well, I had to like, think quickly, you know, because if the wife knew there was bread and fish in the house, she would beat me, like, within a fart of me life. I was just defrosting a corn cob to throw at the church later, and the oven's on because I thought you might, like, bake extra change loaves. Well, she mars it, like, so I'm off the hook, you know, and she says she'll bang on the ceiling when she wants her eggs, and she, like, fucks off back to bed, like, you know. Well, I quickly grabbed the bun and the fingers and put them back in the bottom of the freezer. Whilst I'm doing it, like, I see a glimpse of, like, a brass pipe or something like a brass pipe anyway. I tug at it and, would you believe it, my son's trumpet. After I took the eggs and I'd have walked... (laughs) And I had to walk into the park and played a few pipes on the trumpet, you know, to the tune... One Peter Beardsley, there's only one Peter Beardsley, you know. It was dark before I knew it, so I got back home and had some biscuits and custard on my lap, you know. 
got to be honest, I couldn't stop thinking about them fish fingers and that UK bun in the bottom of the freezer. So near, you know, but so far. <laughs> it finished on the button. I might just put that out as a standalone episode. Now, <laughs> how do I stop this? That's the next question, isn't it? I don't know what you're playing it on, so I haven't got a clue. Is it? Is it a web page? Have you done it? No, I've started playing something else. Oh, okay. Let's give that a listen. See, that's like. <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.